Uh, good morning, everyone. It is lovely to see you this beautiful Monday. I've got my coffee ready, and I think we're ready to jump into Daily Devotions, the Redeeming Life Fellowship. And as we're following along our reading plan, we're going to be in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And this is probably going to be a passage that's familiar to most of us, maybe familiar to you and to me. Uh, this is what we usually remember during our, you know, if you've grown up in the church in your annual Christmas pageants where there's uh, the census and uh, Mary and Joseph, there's no room in the inn, so you have to go to a manger and swaddling clothes and the shepherds watching over their flocks at night and great host of, of uh, angels coming and saying, glory to God in the highest, earth, peace to men, whom his favor rests. And uh, I mean, it's just, you know, everything you want to see with a bunch of kids on stage tripping over bedsheets like that they're wearing. Um, like it's just, that's, that's what us, we know a lot of us uh, remember when we think about a passage like this. And one of the things I want us to be able to, to draw our attention to is focusing mainly on this proclamation of this angelic host to these shepherds and uh, wanting to frame it in such a way that I think is going to help us get at what Luke wants to not just say, but he wants to show us in a passage like this. And I want you to think about it this way. Can you remember uh, times as a child when uh, you would get things like Valentine's, or even more than Valentine's, like birthday invitations, um, you know, invitations for sleepovers, that depending on who got the invitation, who got the word to be a part of something really big, sort of lets you know where you were in the grade school hierarchy or the high school hierarchy in some cases, where if the pop, if you, if you consider yourself lower and uh, a popular kid uh, invited you to their party or their sleepover, uh, you knew that in somehow, like, because you got that word, you got that invitation that you were on the inside, that, wow, like, you thought, like, you were somebody really special, really important, because this person has made known to you the big news of what, what's going on. And uh, conversely, you knew that if you were never going to expect those types of invitations, that kind of welcoming into somebody's inner circle that, frankly, uh, you knew your place where it is that you belonged as far as whoever was on the top was concerned, that uh, they have their circle of friends, they, they have their values about who and what's important, and on the whole... Uh, uh, you were never a part of it. Um, as far as they were concerned, your existence on the outside just didn't matter. You might as well not even exist because um, they, you just, uh, you weren't a part of their group. And there's a similar phenomenon that's actually happening here in this angelic host and these message that's being uh, offered, that's actually being um delivered. Uh, when we Remember when we think about angels, we're not just thinking about somebody who's up there who's uh, um, a divine messenger. Like, 
this is the message that I need to send. They're like couriers on behalf of the li of uh, uh, who represents the the authority and the glory and the majesty of the living God, and they need to carry this message because this message is for them. And uh, who of all people would this message go to? But shepherds who were not only lowly but even despised in some way. They're the sort of people I might think of them analogous to uh, truckers, even though it's actually even lower. Because uh, if you want a job with uh, long, 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 long hours doing a job that nobody really wants to do, but everybody's dependent on, on your work, and that uh, you have to actually risk your life uh, defending uh, sheep or livestock that do stupid things, and you have to pay with your blood, your sweat, and your tears that nobody says thank you for. That if, you, if you want that kind of a job, a shepherd is a person to be. Uh, nobody really wants to be a shepherd. And, and, and um, as far as we're talking about social hierarchies, about who's important and who's unimportant, uh, nobody is bragging to anyone about their parties, about my son, the shepherd. Nobody is thinking that. Uh, but somehow, some way, when uh, God is interested, is is intent that that this work that I'm doing in human history to bring about grace and salvation and wholeness and renewal for for these people, I am going to send it to shepherds, so that. Of all things that we should see in this thing is that over this whole narrative is just drenched in the grace of God about good news and hope and life to the undeserving. That God has, has shown his favor, shown his love, shown, lavished out his grace on the furthest out the lowest um, and the least deserving, somebody like shepherds. And this message is for them. Uh, so with that in mind, let's just read through Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. I'll take a sip of coffee. And as a side note, this is not the occasion to be digging into uh, some of the um, the histori historiographical uh, problems with regards to the timing of the birth of Jesus and the census. Uh, we can tackle that at another time if anyone so requests. But this is a devotional, not a lecture. And I'm learning that every day. So thank you for all of your patience. You guys are great. So Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea in Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she, was, she gave birth 
to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Pause there. Shepherds, as we know, they're working third shift. Uh, the, 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 there's no punch-in, punch-out time for, for shepherds. Uh, and again, if you're working graveyard shifts, you know that you're doing a job that most everybody else in civilized society um, is not willing to do because they want to have a life. Um, <clears throat> but these shepherds, here they are, working, working graveyard shifts and, um, and just watching over their flocks at night. And uh, this is going to be what they're about to experience, the least expected thing that they could have ever possibly imagined. So, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified, and rightfully so, because uh, a visit from somebody like this uh, can either mean inexpressible great news or an inexpressible terror, because <coughs> angels, they're kind of powerful. <laughs> uh, but I digress. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. The peace that's in view here is not merely one about peace or wholeness or life and goodness, uh, such as uh, Rome and the Pax Romana could hope to offer on its best day, pales in comparison to the peace that God himself offers. Because this sort of peace is rooted in the graciousness of God and his favor that's poured out upon us that we can actually have living relationship with a living God. That changes everything. And let's begin, or finish. Verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So, mind you, th that's actually really important where it says that the Lord has told us about it. It's angels who are speaking on behalf of the Lord. This message that they're carrying, they're just the mailman. The person who sent this, the word that belongs to them, is the word of the Lord spoken to them that this message bespeaks to how it is that God values and loves and has made the nothings of the world a part of his plan. And that's a good message for all of us to realize that God 
in his wisdom and his power and his grace and his love, takes the nothings of the world and makes them a part of his plan. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. No kidding. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. So the good news that was shared to them, they went and found out, which is a good lesson for us that when we're told good news about something, even if it's from an angel, that we go and find out, that we follow through uh, with uh, uh, what you say, trust and verify, that, that we do, as Luke has done, is to go and figure out the certainty of the thing it's, things, that are, things it is that you've been told. And I think lastly, and the last reflection here, uh, is, is one that uh, it reminds me of this particular description um, or this uh, dramatization in the, 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 the TV show, The Chosen, where these shepherds come and see what it is that's happened. And then the last shepherd leaves and says, people must know, people must know. And he leaves and begins uh, telling about what it is that's happened. And it's, it's our responsibility uh, to be, even though as we're probably as low, if uh, maybe even higher or lower than the shepherds, that doesn't really matter. But we need to be like the shepherds who not only receive this good news, who go and find out that it's true, but who also um, carry the news about someone who, mark this, who is not just told about their grace, but their lives are changed because they've seen and been shown the grace of God. If you've been shown the grace of God, uh, you're going to, to share the good news, not out of compulsion, but out of delight to say, uh, I would be amiss if I, if I had something this good and just kept it to myself. Um, I want to bring you to the good news of somebody who I met named Jesus, who loved me and showed me grace when I, when I was undeserving. So let that be the heartbeat of your message and in your mission today as you go about your day. So God bless you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you haven't, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get daily notifications. And we look forward to seeing you uh, in person. We uh, meet on Sundays and Wednesdays. And I break up, would bless you and keep you and sustain you. Um, and shower you with his grace as you become like the shepherds, um, ambassadors, um, agents of God's grace in a fallen and broken world. God bless you. Take care.